the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. All right, here we go, folks. Good afternoon, one and all. Welcome to the lunchtime. It is uh, John DePietro on AM 1380 and also 99.9 FM. You can always uh, listen online at the website, which is DePietro.com. Now, we do have a live uh, Facebook live stream that is going, and you can certainly tune in on that. Just find the uh, page. It's John DePietro Show on Facebook. There I am. Make sure you click the like button, and you can be part of the program. Folks, as we kick things off on, it is certainly without question a um, very chilly, uh, as well. I can't believe how cold it is outside. I had to go outside a little bit earlier this morning and was uh, thrown off like, holy cow, When did where did this come from? The good news is I just heard in the forecast by the great Jeff Kamach that it's uh, only going to be going, whoa, for a, uh, a short amount of time. For a short period of time, we are going to have this uh, cold spell. And so uh, and then it should be uh, absolutely, uh, you know, nice. And we'll start to get some of the the spring weather back. So again, folks, uh, good afternoon. Here I am. It is uh, the John DePietro show. We had just almost had a minor uh, snafu. There we go. With um, let me just uh, share everyone. We are live on this Thursday. Now I also want to explain. Um, phone lines are open. Hold on. At 766-1380. 766-1380. But this portion of the program is brought to you by Rhode Island's number one garden center in its PR landscape materials. And Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Uh, they're open seven days a week. It is Steve and Debbie and Junior and Byron. Stop in and see them. And especially, you know, right now, over the next couple of days, uh, you really want to get in all your spring planting. And they uh, are just terrific. Take a ride to Rhode Island's number one garden center where they have some great hanging impatience. They have some 12-inch uh, potted tomatoes, uh, geranium. 10-inch geranium hangers, 12-inch geranium pots. They have beautiful colors, 14-inch moss baskets. Call them. Uh, you can, uh, as a matter of fact, call them. They also have a great website, um, Facebook page. Excuse me. It's John DePietro. It's um, on the Facebook page. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Call them at 295-4399, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. All right. Sorry about that, folks. We had a uh, minor snafu with... Um, which always then throws Juan a little bit with uh, on Facebook. But I want to, um, phone lines are open. By the way, you can call into the program, 401-766-1380. Now, today, normally in the past, actually, as a matter of fact, for the past year, I was always going to the different COVID briefings. I am I am finding, like, like many of you, I think, that I, I just feel that it's winding down. Um, I think it goes on a little bit. I do want to cover... The new governor, Governor McKee. But for today, um, he did have a press briefing the other day. He is going to have more briefings that are less COVID related and more just regular, you know, things that are in the news related. So that's why today I am not going to be at the vets. And and if something really significant comes out of, the, you know, the briefing, then it'll make the news and we'll definitely, you know, we'll cover it and so forth but i just find that um i i just think a lot of people and especially it really kind of started i mean with governor Armando was one thing but i think a lot of people have started to tune out and on top of that i believe right now the big news is just we are absolutely a nation on edge and now this latest and again folks if you would like to call in first time callers are welcome right now it is 10 minutes past 12 on this thursday it is April 22nd, and you can call in at 401-766-1380. If you are a police officer, if you are a family member of a police officer, I want to be very clear. I think it's rotten what's going on right now. I think it's not your imagination. Police are under attack. Now, this latest shooting in Columbus, Ohio, where you have LeBron James, the NBA's biggest star, Star of the Lakers. And the NBA isn't even saying anything as he is encouraging violence towards the officer who was involved. They were called out, Columbus, Ohio. Someone calls 911 saying that they have a knife. They're stabbing people. Get a police officer over here right now. He shows up on the scene 
and someone has a steak knife, if you've seen it, and then he's calling for them to stop, and instead they don't, and so he he fires and kills. And now what are we hearing? Well, she was only 16. And again, another black person killed. I, I um I, I don't know about you. I, I am and there was unrest in Columbus last night. There was other protests around the country. There's a protest, just uh, more of a speeches tonight at the Rhode Island State House. And I think we need to start really talking about that if there are some communities that don't want policing, I don't know about you, I, I am tired of hearing about the whole mantra that they keep preaching about, which is there's no accountability on that side. No one says, hey, maybe, you know, a 16 year old girl should not be in possession of a knife. No one says maybe a 13 year old, uh, 13 year old boy should not be out at three in the morning where then he gets shot and killed by a Chicago police officer. There's nothing like that. All accountability and blame falls on law enforcement. And it, what are they supposed to do in that situation? Uh, unless, I know some people say, well, maybe he should have just shot a taser. But let's be very clear. The tasers don't always work. And the taser has to hit a certain part of the body. And there was someone killed recently. There was a 13-year-old girl brought up on murder charges recently in, Ohio, in Cincinnati, Ohio. And what was that about? Because she stabbed and killed another girl. So they don't always have access to guns. That much we know. But as you know, a a knife, you can kill someone, obviously, with a knife. If you don't ask me, ask O.J. Simpson. We know that that can happen. But this is this this assault on law enforcement. I just don't know where this is leading and how much more of this is going to just continue to go on. What are police supposed to do? If you're a police officer, I, like right now, if, if there are certain areas of our state that are more dangerous than others, and police get called to go to one of those areas, someone has a gun, someone has a knife, whatever the situation may be, sometimes it's just a matter of a traffic stop. It doesn't even seem to matter anymore that these people are not cooperating with law enforcement. They're not following basic commands. They refuse now. Now it's becoming like a defiant thing. No, I'm not going to cooperate with the police. And I'm going to fight with the police. You have officers that they're going for their gun. They have officers that have been shot and killed because they have a gun. I, I don't think that the Monday morning quarterbacking that's going on is disgraceful right now. What exactly was that girl supposed What was that? Girl doing with a knife, 15, 16, whatever she is, living in a foster home. The mother sounds like a total space shot. And make no mistake, Biden and Harris are egging it on, continuing this mantra about law enforcement. I just, I don't know how much longer, if this is the way it's going to be, I'm saying maybe, maybe cities and towns, maybe we should not be in the policing business. Maybe we need to rethink the whole thing. Maybe there are certain Parts of cities where if they don't want the police, then maybe we hire private security firms that just patrol certain areas and then let them take care of themselves. And if you want to live there, just live there knowing you're not going to have police. Now, the only thing is we I don't want to pay for that type of thing. So maybe it is time to have a conversation about public safety, because keep in mind, it's wildly expensive. It is. And every time there's one of these shootings, look at the situation now. You know, they're going to have to pay that family big time. You watch for the girl that was just shot and killed for having the steak knife. George Floyd's family got $27 million. Uh, Dante Wright, how much is he going to get? The officer said she went to use a taser and instead she shot him with the gun. So how much are we talking about paying off and paying out? It's going to be substantial. And it's getting, you know, if that's what's fueling it, I, I'm not sure else what's, what's going on right now, and especially because of the occupant in the White House. Um, 
Things are getting worse. It's not your imagination. They're not getting better. Things are getting worse. And when you have this type of pressure on police, I think it's a fair question to say you're not going to get some of your best and brightest. You're just not. Who are you going to attract? You know, be honest. Who would want to in this climate? Who would really want to? I'm not talking about people that have been there for a long time. But in this type of climate, who would right now be signing up saying, yes, I want to be a police officer? That's the profession that I'm I'm looking for. I want to sign on. I am 22 years old. I'm 23 years old. And I've decided that I want a career in law enforcement. Who, who realistically, I think a lot of the people, many people that try to be police officers are rejected from being police officers. But, you know, how many, and, and as I've said, folks, is this, how long is this going to go? And the media is inflaming it. The media is along for the ride. Make no mistake about it. The facts don't even seem to matter anymore. That LeBron James, how is that allowed? How is he not suspended by the NBA for saying, he's, you're next, here's the target. And he shares a picture of the officer and puts it out for literally millions of fans to follow. Why are there new, no repercussions? When ABC did... A report on it because ABC carries the NBA. They don't include the LeBron James tweet, which rockets out to everyone. And a lot of people, you know, they don't follow the news. Look at the fact that we have a a group that is right now in complete denial and no accountability of exactly, you know, what they're involved in. So, so folks, right now it's 1218. This is John DePietro. On AM 1380 or 99.9 FM, you can listen online at the website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. And by the way, depetro.com, which is brought to you by Soul Source Restoration. Call them today for a free quote, 401-712-2700. Soul Source Restoration, Mike Seepy and his crew clean and disinfect residential commercial properties they're the experts call now for a free quote 401-712-2700 it's 1218 this is john DePietro. you can call in i would like to talk to you on this at 766-1380 you know i i don't maybe maybe now going forward i'm not sure what the police officer is supposed to do the police officer feels he saved the life There's someone with a knife. He's called to the scene. He tells the instructs the person, hey, 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 and then discharges the weapon four times and shot the girl with the knife. Hey, in that type of situation, someone that was maybe not as trained or panicking may have shot a couple of other people. Now they want to say, well, he shouldn't have he shouldn't have done that. They don't offer suggestion. There's nothing about that the girl shouldn't have had the knife. That's not even talked about or mentioned. All onus is on the officer. What are police supposed to do? Maybe we do start to move to certain communities that want to have law enforcement and certain communities that don't. And I understand, folks, and I'm not being facetious. I understand it's if you live in a bad neighborhood, um, there are there are many people that are poor people who they have to live in certain areas. And they, they don't want to have to deal with the crime. And they do cooperate with the police. I think the messages are wrong. Now, there is a, a protest tonight in Providence. And one of the speakers has advocated for killing police. And they, it's the Black Lives Matter uh, Rhode Island PAC. And they have no problem having someone like that. As one of their speakers, what type of message is that sending to everyone out there? But this nonstop assault on law enforcement. And when you have people like LeBron James weighing in and Valerie Jarrett and some other pretty high profile people, well, I'm, I'm tired of seeing black people killed by police. What, what is the alternative? What was that officer in Chicago supposed to do? Hope that maybe he wasn't that kid wasn't turning to shoot him. Do you think that police officer in Chicago wants to be chasing a 13-year-old who has a gun down an alley at 3 o'clock in the morning? 
Do you think he wants to be there? Do you understand police have to go when they're called? When that 911 call came in? Now, I'm not exactly sure um, where all, I just don't know where all of this is leading. Because you notice there's no solution, and there's certainly no solution coming out of the White House. That much we know. So, now I don't like the looks of this at all. U.S. House passes bill to make D.C. the 51st state. You know, the District of Columbia was set up to never be a state. And the only reason that they want to make it a state is for now give it electoral votes and then to further their agenda, political agenda. This is more dangerous, folks. Who is going to step in? To stop all of this, the nation is under attack. I'm looking at this. Makia Bryant's neighbor says his security camera footage proves cop had no choice but to shoot her. What are they supposed to do? All right, 766-1380. Good afternoon. This is Jenny Lynn and George. Let's uh, go to the phones. Good afternoon. You're up on the John DePietro Show. Hello. Hello. Good afternoon, John. This is Gary from Cranston. Hi there, Gary. Hello there. Hi. Good. Uh, nice to have you back. Well, I haven't really gone anywhere, but I had I to meet. I know exactly what you mean, though. Um, the the Listen, it was a struggle to continue to be able to function broadcasting-wise during COVID. I feel very safely that we have made it out of the woods. And again, I want to recognize the great Jeff Gamach. It was, um, as you know, it, it wasn't easy and it was difficult to try to navigate that way. But I agree. And it's great to talk to you as well, Gary. Go right ahead. Yeah, I just uh, touching on you. just mentioned here about that uh, the girl who was uh, had the knife um, in Columbus, Ohio, when she was shot by the policeman. And, you know, it's uh, also the case uh, just a few days ago where it was a 13-year-old um, kid in Chicago who had a gun. And it was like 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. He was shot by a policeman. Adam Toledo, yes. Yes, yes. And it, it, it's the point, you know, it, this is really sad. But, I mean, what are these police supposed to do? I mean, uh, look the other way? Because if I in their position... I might do that. I just said the kid with the gun at you know, 13 years old, uh, 2 o'clock in the morning, I'd let him go. I, I wouldn't get involved. You know, uh, under the law, see, someone called in. This would, That happened a month ago in Chicago. It was actually 2.30 in the morning. They get a call of shots fired. So this Adam Toledo, then they get the footage later. Adam Toledo is 13. He had just got fresh ink. Tats. He was a, got tattoos for Latin Kings. So sad as this is, he is now a member of the Latin Kings. He is with a 21-year-old gang member. They fired at a passing car. Police get the call. Shots fired. I think it was eight shots, which means they must have a gun that has a mag, uh, ten mag, ten in the chamber. Mm-hmm. So, but here's the thing: here. under the law, if you call the police under the law, they have to respond. But I, I agree with you. It is getting to the point where what, what are the police supposed to do? He's You're chasing someone who has a gun. You can see the gun. They fired the gun. And then I, I agree with you. What are they supposed to do in that point? When you turn in that way, they call that that what he was doing. And again, Gary, where you're also right is you and I both agree. If you have a 13-year-old in an alley... At 2.40 a.m., and he's being, he has a gun in his hand, he's being chased by the Chicago police officer. You, he's already in a very bad situation. But when you turn the way he did, they call that you're calling to mark your target. You are calling to then mark your target where you're going to fire the gun. And then you're exactly right. The officer saw the weapon, and he fired one shot, and he killed that little boy. And it's true. Yeah. Uh, you know, the media is fanning the flames. Uh, uh, they immediately came out in the, um, the situation in Columbus and made the, the person wielding the knife like she was the victim. And what about the other girl who was going to be stabbed? Uh, and then LeBron James, his comments, which sound like a threat to me, uh, you know, to, saying to the policeman who shot the, uh, the girl with the knife, you're next. What does that mean? 
We know what that means. Isn't that disgraceful? The NBA's biggest star tweets out a photo of the officer and says, you're next. Now, where's the repercussions? He should be suspended by the NBA. I am not watch. I am sick of sport. I'm not watching the NBA, and I'm not watching baseball. I am tired of them getting involved with things they know nothing about. Exactly. So, what about the life of the girl that was about to be stabbed? Does her life does her life mean anything? Not to them. Not, not to, the to them. A neighbor says, knife-wielding six-year-old, full attack mode, other girl's life was at stake. This is a military vet neighbor, said a security camera footage proves that Columbus cop had no choice but to shoot her. But, Gary, what, what are we to do with certain communities that are basically saying they no longer want police protection? Well, I think what's going to happen in the, um, particularly in the urban areas, the downtown areas of cities that are, uh, have uh, Democrats as mayors, is that they're going to die. They're going to slowly die. People are not going to go down. They're not going to go into a place like in New York the other day where these diners, uh, majority of them were white, were being harassed by these, uh, these people just outside their dining area. They're not going to put up with that. Well, not only that, you know, I've already heard... Um, do you know in Detroit, someone was telling me in Detroit, if you call 911, it's not funny, but if you call 911, do you know it can be a 40 minute wait if you call 911 in Detroit? Um, in New York City, uh, I used to live, I lived for a brief period of time in the Upper West Side. There's a blog that I follow. Neighbors last summer were basically saying that if you called the police from the Upper West Side, the New York police are so tired of being portrayed as the bad guys that. If you call the police in New York City, it can be a 40-minute wait to get the police there. But, Gary, I, I, don't, I don't blame them, right? I mean, if, if that's no, no. The, the area that we've arrived in, that you have someone who's about to kill someone else, and the police officer discharges his weapon, he becomes the bad guy. If you have a police officer where someone has their gun on him, and then he shoots... He is considered the bad guy. We, we have crossed over. You know, they, they don't even care what the facts are anymore. It's all just no matter what happens, the police are to blame in their mind. Exactly. Exactly. And, um, you know, uh, uh, I just think it's going to get worse. And uh, we're going to stay uh, out of, like, we used to like to go to New York City on occasion. But I don't think we're going to be going back um, anytime soon. I just don't know where all of this is leading. I am telling, maybe, but at the same time, you know, maybe we should just have private security companies. Uh, when you think about it, I'm just going to use as an example, because, you know, I grew up in Cranston, you're in Cranston. Maybe Cranston should no longer, I'm just, and I'm friendly with many of them, but, but maybe they just, you no longer have a police department. You hire a company to do it, um, and then it's... You know, it would, first of all, be much less expensive because then you don't have the liability of the city. You don't have all the pension costs. Uh, right. You just hire a company to do it. And then if they do something wrong, they might be able to hire more people or, or better people, I should say, because maybe they, they pay what they pay. But if there's any type of liability, it would fall on the company. Because otherwise, they, these are just going to be huge, massive payouts. If George Floyd's family got $27 million, that guy, Dante Wright, his family will get, he's the one that was 20, got shot and killed by the police officer. She said she thought it was a taser and said it was her handgun. Yeah, and, so, I mean, what's, he's got to be, and he was half of George Floyd's age. So you got to think he's going to get $30 million. So, you know, suddenly this, this is, uh, you know, where this is also really going to become difficult is there are some people, there are a lot of calls where there's, it's people, and it's sad, but it's suicide by cop. I don't know if you've heard that. So they want to kill yeah, themselves, yeah. and they purposely stand there. But this is going to be like the way that a family, how you, you take care of your family. You, you, you cash out, you have the police shoot you, and then they get, you know, collect $25 million. I know that when I traveled to Israel, Hamas, one of the ways they convinced certain people, Hamas, to put on a, a you know, a, a vest and then detonate themselves on a bus is because then they they give the they give the family money they pay the family and and they seek out 
very disturbed individuals. Maybe that a woman was involved with prostitution or someone who was a drug addict. And they yeah. say, listen, Gary, you've disgraced your family. The only way to make amends is if you go on this bus and detonate yourself with, you know, a suicide vest, we will then provide your family $1 million. And it's sad, but they actually convinced some of these people to do that. Yes, yes. But your idea about a privatized police force may be um, what we're going to see. Uh, it may have some merit. And, you know, you just look at, supposedly, in the city of Providence, 50% of their budget go to police and fire. And at the same time, one percent of the calls are for actual fires so why you don't need all of that equipment and all the big trucks now you need people maybe you need more rescues and ambulances but right if one percent are for that i remember several years ago the providence fire budget in uh, the city of providence it's 90 million dollars and there was a company in connecticut that offered they would provide full protection for the city private company for 10 to 15 million dollars. So look at the savings right there. Yep. Right? Yep. No right. pensions, yep. none of this disability, none of the overtime. There were plenty of men and women who would want to be a firefighter. And then they also provide rescue service. But I'm just saying, and using it as an example, the city of Providence could say to some of these companies, we're going to pay you 15 million a year. And you're going to provide us with the ambulance and fire service. We're going to get another company, and we're going to pay you, just as an example, $20 million a year, and you're going to provide police protection. I, maybe, maybe it is time that cities and towns need to get out of the public safety. Yeah, it may be. And the other thing, John, is that we wouldn't need 36 uh, fire chiefs and police chiefs, like for every, or 38 for every city and town in Rhode Island. Oh, yeah. That's exactly right. I mean, think how the ridiculousness of how much, um, you know, and, and, and this has been talked about in the past. There's no reason that we, you're exactly right, that we need to have uh, all those cities and towns. A good example is, you know, look at like on the East Bay when you have, uh, you know, Barrington and Bristol and Warren. In, in those three towns, they all have their own police and fire. I mean, th- does that make sense? There are, there are, counties in texas the size of rhode island that have one uniform police and fire and that's it so all these different it's it's outdated we don't need it uh you know the unions will fight it obviously but if, if they're talking about remaking public safety and this is if this is the direction the country's gonna go where you have people like lebron james who can and do stuff like this and totally unaccountable and irresponsible and there's no pushback and you have the white house doing this type of thing then you know maybe it's time to stop swimming upstream and then and then certain communities with the money you save um with certain communities number one you could lower taxes and then if there are communities that say well we want to have our own you know private guards well then you could do that but if if this is the direction it's going to go then for instance in providence then maybe they should just say we're just going to provide police to the east side. If the people in, you know, I'll say if the people in South Providence don't want police protection, then then maybe there's certain areas where you live where there's police protection or you could opt to live where there's no police protection. Period. I, I don't know what else to do at this point. Yeah. Uh, John, you just mentioned the White House. And uh, I'd like to say that uh, brain dead Joe should stick, keep his nose out of uh situations like the trial of uh, Derek Chauvin in Minnesota. I agree. I mean, he has no business saying that. Of course, we all know Joe is programmed. To, whatever he says or does, is he's scripted entirely, and it, it, he's just an empty suit. He's just a front man for the people who are pulling the strings behind him. He does one event a day, and even then when he does, it's it's scripted. Um, he, is, um, he is a very old, 78 years old person. Uh, you know, there's two people that were also running, uh, Bernie Sanders and Mike Bloomberg. And I, I would argue, you know, both of them, they're seven. I think they're both 79. And they're, they're just, you know, Biden, he might be 78, but he, he almost seems more like he's 88 years old. You're right. I mean, this is a joke. I knew it was going to be bad. I didn't know it was going to be this bad. 
He, he belongs in a nursing home. He, he doesn't belong in the Oval Office. Well, right now, thank you for the call, Gary. Good to talk to you. Call yes, me again. I, I don't know enough about his personal situation, but right now his staff is basically, right, they are absolutely running the country. I mean, and like I said, I we knew it was going to be bad. I just didn't think it was going to be. It was going to be that bad. Folks, good afternoon. It's 1236. It's Shonda Petro. You can call in 766-1380. Now, maybe you're riding in the car right now. You have stumbled on the program. Hola. It is one, the chosen one, on AM 1380 on 99.9 FM. You can call into the program. It's uh, 1236 on this Thursday at 401-766-1380. 401-766-1380. Easy way to remember it is it's AM 1380. Hey, I want to remind you also that if you've been thinking about getting some paving done, maybe you need your driveway paved or your patio paved, call J. Perry Paving. It's letter J, J. Perry Paving. They provide high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, over 20 years of experience specializing in commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating patios, general masonry projects. They offer free estimates. Call them today at 732-1730. 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. Come on, let's improve that driveway. Maybe you have a cracked driveway or a basketball court. And also the benefits of asphalt. Affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, aesthetically appealing. Asphalt can be recycled, reused. Look for them on Facebook. And if you are a veteran or family member of a veteran, they have a special package just for you, Kevin Gleason, called J. Perry Paving today, 732-1730. Call them for a free quote. It's J. Perry Paving. Let's go back to your phone calls. Folks, 766-1380 if you'd like to call into the program. And we go. Good afternoon. You're next on the John DePietro Show. Hello. Yes, hi. Uh, my name's Marty. I'm from Wisconsin. Okay, what's your first name, Marty? All right, I can't hear you that well. Try to talk into the phone. I'm into the phone. Can you hear okay. me now? Now I can hear you, Marty. Go right ahead. Okay, uh, I'm calling in about that 16-year-old girl who got shot. I mean, listen, I, I agree that they should have because she had a knife. She was wielding the knife, and that cop, you know, that's protection against him. That's what the law is. To protect him and other people. What and other people. She else? was about to stab someone else. Of, so it is course. other people. Of course. That's what I'm saying. So what she got, she deserved. I'm sorry. I'm not prejudiced or nothing. But what she got, she deserved. And that 15 year old boy, too, he deserved it because he had a knife. And he had a gun. He had a gun. But stay on the 16-year-old, Marty. So let's stay on the 16-year-old. I'm just, I, and I'm trying to be realistic. Is there, because they don't offer, but is there something else that maybe he, he could have done? I mean, I, I guess. I, I, I don't know. I mean, you can't fire a taser. Now, now you fire that taser, is it going to hurt her? She's so big. I mean, she's 5'8", maybe, and then wielding a knife, and you're going to go against her? You know, you, you you have no choice. The problem okay, I hear... I the, mean, she had a knife. She did, and she was about to stab someone else. I've heard that the tasers don't always work effectively. They I've heard don't. that I, I, you have to hit I, them in a certain part of the body. If they have a certain type of coat or something on, sometimes right. they can malfunction, and they just exactly. don't work that well. So, if they have one of them coats on that have that fur inside, you're not going to do anything. It's not going to hurt them at all. I mean, I know a guy right here in Winsocket that got nailed with a taser, and it didn't do nothing to him. They, and he they, just kept coming. But, you know, I, 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 maybe, all right, maybe, I don't know about the taser. The, 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 there has to be some technology that they can come up with that, okay, that could have, know, hold on, that could have stunned her in that way but me more effective i don't know what the answer is i don't but I, if we can come up know. with a vaccine and come up with all these different things let, let's just say well, maybe, hold yeah. on maybe maybe it is I, she wasn't going at the officer with the knife she was going at right. someone else so right. i i don't know exactly what the answer is but may, maybe something does need to be done as opposed to where they're they're using 
you know, leads to deadly force. I, I'm not sure what the answer is, but this this is clearly not working. No, right? it's, not. it's not. I mean, the police are being picked on now by everybody. Now you got big shot LeBron James. I mean, if I was that NBA, he'd be gone because he shouldn't have said that. That's a threat. They put a threat on on this cop's wife. He did. Now, what's this cop's family going to do? Yep. They got to hide? No, I don't think that's fair at all. I'm sorry. It's not it's fair. And not only fair. that, but it, it um you know, it sets a tone that this yes. is how, you know, obviously, like LeBron James, he's not going to go and shoot the cop, but he certainly is encouraging someone else to go and do that. Of course he is. You know, you have so much militia out there that it, it's unbelievable. I mean, we have them everywhere. I don't care where you live or, or who you are. Anybody out there that's cuckoo enough to carry a gun is cuckoo enough to go and shoot this cop. I, I wouldn't worry about the militia going to get the guy. I think it would be I, someone I, from I, that girl's neighborhood or exactly. or someone else. But I, you know, I, I don't. Could, I don't. But, right, you know, right, they, they don't. They don't answer what the solution is supposed to do. All they no, say is she was 16 years old. He was 13 years old. They don't they don't even but see this is different because they don't even care that the officer could end up losing his life or that someone else right. would, she could have stabbed and killed that girl. If she had stabbed her in the neck, she could have bled out. You can kill people with a knife. Of so, course you can. Yeah. I mean, I know. I mean, I've seen it. I've seen my nephew get killed with a knife. Oh he got stabbed God. in the kidney. Yeah. He was living in Fall River. He got stabbed in the kidney. And let me ask you a question. Yeah. One more question I have. What if it was a black cop that shot a white kid? What would happen? Would it white lives matter? Or well, I think both lives matter. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I know people say that, but thank you for the call, Marty. Call again. But the, the, the fact of the matter is we all, we all know what the answer is, which is nothing would, would happen with that. Right. I mean, nothing would happen. I know some people um, raise questions like that, but but this has taken on a different tone. Folks, good afternoon. It's 1243. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 or 99.9 FM. You can call in. I would love to talk to you. Good afternoon to everybody. This is Jennifer and Thomas and some others on uh, Facebook Live. We have our stream going. You can do a thumbs up. Folks, you can always visit the website, depetro.com. And don't forget, depetro.com, which is brought to you by, folks, support our sponsors like Gilmore Furniture. Hello, Steve. Steve is listening right now. 1590 Post Road in Warwick, Gilmore Furniture. Let me ask you a question, folks. At 1243 on this Thursday, are you in need of some new furniture? Maybe you've been thinking about a new recliner or a new mattress or a new sofa. Gilmore Furniture. Dinette sets. Stop in and see them. If you go to depetro.com, you can link right through to their website. It's Gilmore Furniture. You can call them 737-0100-1590 Post Road in Warwick. He's one mile north of TF Green Airport, right off of Route 37. Beautiful American-made furniture. It's going to look great in your home. Gilmore Furniture. Give them a call at 737-0100. They're open seven days a week. Pop in and see Steve. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. Again, here I am, uh, ready to take your phone calls at 766-1380-401-766-1380. It's not your imagination. We are taking phone calls. I would love to talk to you anything about the protest, anything about the police. You know, and I'll use uh, this opportunity. Um... I have very good friends. Some of my closest friends are members of law enforcement. I'm, I'm mortified at what's going on right now. This is, this is disgraceful what they are doing to police in this country. It is all part of systematically trying to break down our society, trying to break down our way of life. And, and let me explain something else. At 1245, I am, I am tired of hearing that we, we are not a racist country. Just because you're white, it doesn't mean you're a racist. This stuff, this nonsense has to end. They scream about black lives. There's another protest tonight about the girl in Ohio. They don't even do anything about local black-on-black crime in Providence. And it's, it's ridiculous and unacceptable. If they want to make change, they should make change in their community. 
instead of screaming about things going on other places. And I will have on that director of the Nonviolence Institute where he has said, you know, all this is really is is just it's now fashionable to go out and protest. And they don't even know people that are killed one mile from where they're walking around. Folks, if you would like to call in 766-1380, the NBA should suspend. This is insane. They shouldn't suspend LeBron James. For what? You are encouraging violence. They want to keep screaming about the Capitol. Where's Mayor Cicilline? When I say mayor, when he was the mayor, that's still his city. Congressman Cicilline says nothing about violence in his own city. Hey, I want to remind you about R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call Coogs today, 732-6562. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Do you need help with plumbing or heating? You need the heat on today or cooling. Contact R.E. Coogan and Heating. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Winter to summer, train technicians provide 100% service one customer at a time. Coog says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. R.E. Coogan and Heating, 401-732-6562. And online at recooganheating.com. And they're also on Facebook. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's 1247. It's Sean DePietro. Now, I'm going to do something different. Coming up next hour, I am not going to cover or carry, I should say, the COVID briefing. Um, I don't think there's a lot of new information. I think Governor McKee, former mayor of Cumberland, I think that he should. I, I am encouraged if he's going to try to move faster than Connecticut. Rhode Island should be lifting the mass mandates and opening things up. Restaurants should be allowed to open as much as they possibly can. Because right now, restaurants are having a tough time. How about the news story today that, and this is in the Boston Globe, you know, a big problem we have in Rhode Island that now they're looking at changing. And you don't hear many people talk about this. Do you know that Rhode Island, that here's going to be a new law, new rule. You have to look for work. To stay in unemployment. Rhode Island is preparing to bring back the requirement. You have to look for work. And be available and able to work while you're collecting unemployment. They suspended it during the pandemic. But now they want to bring it back. Now already some people are saying that it's racist and unfair. To ask people to look for work while they're collecting unemployment. And, and as you know, many people listening right now, if you're a business owner, it's very difficult to get people to come back in. If they not only are they collecting state unemployment, but now they have the money where the uh, government now is boosting checks 300 a week into September. So as a result of that, some economists, experts are skeptical. Extra unemployment is keeping people away. Restaurateurs in Rhode Island say they know what they know. Part-time workers have said they need to limit their shift so they wouldn't lose out on unemployment. You know, this in the past was you had to show you were looking for work, and they eliminated that. So now, folks, the, the free money has to come to an end. Oh, we're not going to be able to survive. This should be a big season. This should be a big tourist season. Uh, the, how many people you're listing right now, you're ready to hire people, and the people won't come back. They will not come back to work. They do need to change it. And it's not racist to say that if you're collecting unemployment, you can't stay on unemployment unless you're looking for work. Folks, you can call in 401-766-1380. I'm looking at another story, the Rhode Island section of the Boston Globe. Families gather to mourn victims of violent crime. Families gather to Memorial Park, edge of the Providence River. Holding white flowers to honor the memories of their loved ones lost to violence. Um, let's see. Yolan Mato sobbed in the arms of victims' advocate from the Nonviolence Institute. She had just passed the first anniversary of her son's death. Her son, Oswald Danny Sanchez, 22 years old, his girlfriend, 21-year-old Haley Bennett, fatally shot April 10th, 2020, last year, left in a car abandoned on the railroad tracks. Central Falls man is charged with killing them. Um, there's uh, other people that are mentioned, and some of their crimes have not been solved. Where is the outrage for them? They didn't have a big crowd there. They didn't have people 
that were protesting, uh, screaming their names. That much we know. See, because it's not as fashionable. This business, you know, it has to come to an end. This business of blank the police and defund the police. And I also believe that the Rhode Island Republican Party should be speaking out. This is an opportunity. Folks, you know, and by the way, this also should be to me like a nonpartisan issue. That this should not be a matter of Republican or Democrat. People need to stop uh, try to pandering to certain groups and use logic and common sense. If, if you have a situation where you have a weapon and you have a police officer, law enforcement officer who is commanding you to drop the weapon under our law, you're supposed to comply. If you want to change the laws, then good luck trying to change the laws. But those are the laws that we're living under right now. Not this business of you basically have people that are saying that they they are refusing going forward to cooperate with police. And if that continues, we're going to continue to have these different types of shootings like that. But I also think it is a time if the stun guns, if the tasers, excuse me, are ineffective then they do need to come up with something better technology. And I don't know what the answer is. I'm not exactly sure what it is. There has to be something. You can't have the police caught off guard. You can't have, if he had a reliable, less lethal weapon, then maybe he could have shot that girl, the 16-year-old girl with the knife. But if it's a life and death, you know, I also don't know what would happen if he just shot the gun in the air. Maybe she still would have stabbed the other girl. The only reason she didn't stab her was because the police officer shot her. So maybe they need, but you know, you don't hear President Biden and Kamala Harris coming up with anything that's actually constructive, anything that makes sense. It doesn't do any good to say there's a disproportionate amount of shootings in trying to portray all police as racist. And that's what they preach. No good cop in a racist system. That's the, the mantra. That's what they like to chant. No good cops in a racist system. Uh, defund the police. Abolish police. This, that is nonsense. That was tried for about less than a week last summer. And it, it turned into like Lord of the Flies. Remember the chop zone out in Seattle where you had someone who you know was like a drug, a drug lord. He became like the king of the four block chop zone. He was a former pimp. That's who was then suddenly in charge. Folks, again, our phone number, 766-1380. Before I go back to the phones, I want to remind you that personal injury law, if you were injured in an auto accident or a motorcycle accident, slip and fall or workplace injury, remember what we say. Fight back, call Jack. Online at fightbackcalljack.com. Jack Calvino, call for a free consultation. You need a fighter, you got a fighter. 785 785- Nine, Jack Calvino, seven eight five ninety four hundred. All right, let's go back to the phones. And good afternoon. You're next on the John DePietro Show. Hello. Hi, John. My name is Manny. Hi, Manny. Good um, afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you for dialing into the program on this cold Thursday. Uh, oh, you're welcome. My first time. Oh, great. Welcome. Um, go right ahead, Manny. Yeah, they have uh, beanbag shotguns. They would certainly injure people, but they wouldn't be killing them. So uh, I think it could be a matter of funding. You know, let's train these people, give them less lethal weapons. I don't know if rubber bullets would be a good alternative, but a, but a beanbag shotgun per vehicle might prevent a lot of these uh, unfortunate shootings. You know, I'm not that familiar with it. Though. The only thing is, um, can, can you discharge that quickly because the thing about the handgun is it's right on the hip and they train like it's like boom split second would you be able to do that that's interesting a bean but uh you said a bean bag yeah uh, rifle bean bags yes they, they can injure they can break ribs um you certainly want to would not want to be hit in the facial area but it would be less lethal than sh- shooting uh someone shooting with, uh, someone with a have you heard about um these things, it's called a burner gun. Have you ever heard about that? Burner? I'm not sure. Yeah. It's legal 
Uh, Sean Hannity talks about it, but it's funny because I, I went online, and it's called a burner gun. And it, it shoots something. It's it's more. It's kind of like what you're talking about, but it's it's in a pistol mode. It's almost like a, a paintball, but it's harder than that. But the problem is, as I was watching, the, these guys were trying to review this burner gun on YouTube, and they couldn't they couldn't get the thing to to work automatically. Like it was very very unreliable. And you can imagine, Manny, in a in a tough situation, you you have to have. I mean, of anything, you have to have something that's going to be reliable. True, true. Yeah. Above all, I mean, a policeman's life is on the line. It is, or in that case, that other girl's life was like you can't. And, and by the way, guns can jam, but there, there's something with these tasers because I hear from a lot of different police that the tasers are just they're not that reliable. You're right. Maybe it is funding. Maybe that. Don't you think that would be more effective if Biden, President Biden, and uh, Harris were talking about we're going to provide more funding? So police can use more non-lethal weapons. Sure. Yeah. So I, think are, I think part of the problem is their criteria is if you look at what's going on in Europe and a lot of these places that are battling socialism and that type of thing, is they have no go zones. I mean, some of them are based on ethnic ethnicity, some are based on economic areas, but they have a big problem with no go zones where uh, the police literally do not go in there. Because they they just know it's going to escalate, and uh, it's almost like a free for all. Yes, it's, you know you're exactly it's, right. It's um, and there are there are Muslim areas like that. I think there's exactly. Muslim slums. I think in Denmark, and part of the problem is the police are not allowed to go there. So you know, Manny, I I don't know. Maybe we're moving closer to something like that. I think we're up because in New Jersey, I know that's already occurring in New Jersey. Uh, I think some of the larger in the cities down in Texas even where you have a large Muslim population. Well, that's based on Sharia law. They want to adhere to Sharia law and not the laws of our country. I, I think but in that, New Jersey, uh, I think the area you're talking about, I think that's more Hasidic Jews where they, the police are not allowed. Uh, areas of Hasidic oh. Jews. I, I haven't heard of, you could be right. So you're saying there's areas of Muslim population where they don't allow police to come in. Uh, I'm not sure if I would use the term allow. I'm, I'm going to say that the, the term that uh, the police certainly do not want to go in. Don't want to go they in. Yeah, they, they know that it's it's a losing game. So that's how it works. You intimidate, you um, and people get scared, and people just going to react different because of fear and intimidation. That's what they want. Well, you know, and I think, like, I, I, I just hate the idea that a police officer could lose their life because then they're afraid to, to use their weapon that there would be backlash. True. Right? I mean, and if you yeah. saw, there was a video recently. The day that that woman mistakenly used her handgun instead of, she, she said she was going to use the taser. and said she shot that guy Dante right at the traffic stop. And then he was trying to flee to get back in the car. But that morning, it was a Sunday. It was just a week ago Sunday. That morning, video was released. I don't know if you've seen it, but of it was a New Mexico traffic stop where the guy's cooperating. He's white, cooperating. And then as he gets out of the car, and then he leans over and shoots and kills the police officer. He shot him right in the face. I mean, it's horrible. So, with an AR-15. With an AR-15. And so you wonder if, you, you can imagine, police always see if there's video of police officers being shot and killed. So you wonder, like, you can't have that. But I agree with you. We want to avoid situations with happen with this this girl with the knife. Manny, thank you. Call me again. Folks, again, the power hour is next. It's John DePietro. Now, we're going to stay right here. Uh, next hour, radio only, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. But we are going to uh, more of your phone calls next hour. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news and a lot more. Leave it right here on the John DePietro Show. Official Rhode Island inspection station as well. WNRI Woonsocket, 1380 AM, 99.9 FM, W260DC.